How's it going, guys? Uh, welcome back to Brutally Honest. I'm Lloyd. This is Ricardo. This is Scott. Oh, cut you off. <laughs> Mess me up. No, it's <laughs> Eli. All right, guys. So this is going to be episode five. So the topics for today is one that not a lot of people like to talk about, but it's about depression. And don't worry, we're not going to be all moody throughout the whole episode. We are going to have self-development later on throughout the episode. But uh, how you guys been? It's been about a good while. You, yeah, how was like your... A, well, Vegas is fun, man. It was interesting, but I go back with friends. Did you get those cards? You know the cards. <laughs> I got the cards. You know the cards. Because somebody was out, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I look at it, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Not what, 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 what kind of card is this? Oh, because you're on Vegas, and you're on the strip, right? And you're walking, and there's people handing out cards. Right. So me not ever going to Vegas or not knowing shit, I was like, oh, cool, let's do it. I grabbed it, and then, like, I put it away for a little bit. And my dad's like, you didn't look at the card, did you? I was like, no, why? And then, like, I pull it out, I look at it, and it's, like, a bunch of uh, naked girls. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's, like, basically <laughs> escorts. Yeah, it's basically oh, escorts. Right. <laughs> but they can't, like, tell you to take when they just do this. They just yeah. do this. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what they're doing. Oh, they'll thing. be like, you know what? It's funny, because I haven't gone to Vegas since I was a kid. Uh-huh. But I remember seeing that. Mm-hmm. And they were all over the floor. My mom yep. was all like, don't look down. And I'm like, why don't I look down? Oh, okay. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> all right. You know what oh. this reminds me of? Really quick. There was like a video, like a Vine or something. It was a video uh-huh. where the, it's this little kid on a bicycle, right? Uh-huh. And someone's recording, and there's like those like, those buses for like the escorts and everything and they have like the no. they have, like, <laughs> oh, okay. and there's there's like there's Thank a little me. kid there's a little kid on the bike <laughs> and he like yeah, he yeah, like yeah. like bicycles like he like goes right by it and you just hear the kid go ooh la la <laughs> <laughs> I think he crashes into a wall or something yeah it crashes into a yeah, pole yeah, yeah. <laughs> also guys we do have an audience today Isaac um, he can't, he's, he's in the back, uh, but we'll go ahead and tag him so you know, show him <laughs> yeah. some love because oh, we don't so have fun. another camera. If now we would have shown him <laughs> his beautiful, sexy ass over there. But <laughs> all right, so to for depression, uh, a lot of people claim that they have depression nowadays, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of it's just to get attention. Sure, no, there's a lot of people that do have it mm-hmm. due to life experience and everything, but yeah. There's some that are just doing it to garner attention that they want uh, some sympathy from yeah, people. Yeah, just trying to feel better. Just trying to feel better without having any reason. And I know I may sound like an ass because there's going to be, they already hear it. Well, you don't know their stories. You don't know what they've been through, like X, Y, and Z. But this goes towards those that they know that they're faking it, but they just want some sort of attention. And this is they think this is the right way to get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... I know you. Had, you said you're gonna look up some. Yeah, I, I did. I did look something up. You know, in case you guys didn't know, I was actually a, a psychology major before I got into film, and and I did that for a couple of years. And I told myself I would never diagnose people. Mm-hmm. I never did, because there's more to psychology than just the disorders. I think that's like that gets the most attention, and that's what people um, focus on. Focus on the yeah. most when you hear psychology. But psychology literally means the study of the mind. That's yeah. that's literally the definition yeah. of psychology, the, the study of the mind, and there's so much to it. You know, there's the depressions, but then you have like social behavior. You have, you know, development, the nature versus nurture debate. Tendencies. You know, uh, tendencies, social experiments. You know, there's a lot to it. There's a lot to it, but there's, I mean, this is a big part of it as well. Mm. So yeah. So um, how many? 
What do you guys know? What percentage people our age have been diagnosed with I, depression I, I or don't or self claim diagnosed? Um, I mean, depression. I mean, anybody can self claim. You just look yeah. at Google I symptoms. Mean, all of a sudden, you're dying of cancer. Yeah. You know? But this goes back to one thing I'll, I'll bring up. Though one thing I'll bring up. I remember like my my teacher from my intro to psychology classroom. He he told us that depression was the common cold of the disorders. Which means that at least everybody in their life is gonna feel it at some point, and and some might feel it early, some might feel it later, but we're all gonna like at least dip our toes in, into that at least once in our lives. That little cesspool. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, going back to uh, I actually took psych uh, intro to psych twenty three one I think, and uh, they even told us like depression's not something passed down to you; it's something learned. So mm-hmm. if you're around someone who's gonna be depressed you're going to eventually feel that depression yourself. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, you, that's, I think that's one of the most, um, ca- the main, one of the main causes of depression or even how you act as a person is the people you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm, definitely. Unless, you know, of course you, I mean, we'll get into the whole self-development thing later, but yeah. unless you can learn to maintain your own while still hanging out with those people. But, yeah. um, but it's definitely a huge influence is, is who you hang out with. You hang out with not just that, but your parents too. If your parents are one of those depressing parents, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna learn that. Even if you see it when you're younger and when you don't even know what it is, uh you eventually will learn what it is. Yeah. And getting constantly getting um, berated by negative comments, um mm-hmm. and, just and, and surrounding yourself with people like that. Like I I've, I've surrounded myself with people like that that are very depressive and believe me, like eventually I start I start feeling it, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man, like, why do I feel like shit? Because I mean, because like, I mean, there's just like a whole bring down, pretty mm-hmm. much. Yeah, definitely. I've been there before, especially high school. High school, surrounding myself, surrounding myself a lot with some depressing people, and oh, then, yeah. it influences a lot to do with it. Yeah, it, it's a lot, and it's sad to see people fall to that, which yeah. is why I'm glad we're discussing depression first and then getting into the whole stuff development. Cause right. uh, I mean, you can explain everything that you were looking up and then I'll explain mm-hmm. everything. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I think it's going to tie in really well, so I'm really excited yeah. for this one. But for the, the depression, what do you think is the main cause other than influence, but is there something that we can all say, yeah, that's a lot of the ra- main reasons why people go I mean, into life. You know, life. You know, things can be going so good and so well for you and then Life hits you with that that huge left left curve, you know. Life is what happens when you're too busy making other plans. Yes. Pretty much, that's true. It's I mean it's and it it's unavoidable. You're not it, there's not gonna be a day or not there's not gonna be a time in your life where it's always gonna be perfect. There's always gonna be something. It could be a lot of things too. I mean the loss of a job, the loss of a friend, a loved one, a loved one, failed relationship, failed relationship, friendship, maybe failed. Maybe you don't feel a job, good about maybe yourself. insecurities. Insecurities is well. I mean, there's like a lot of things that could lead to depression. I know many people like to say like, "Oh, it's not enough to feel depressed about," or, "Or why are you depressed about that?" But I mean, everybody's gonna do like, everybody's gonna feel it because of their own reasons. And, and you know what? I mean, and I, I don't mean to sound like a like a douche, but it's also a mind, you know. But you yeah. are. Dude. If you're. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, just, I'm the nicest guy here. No, I'm just I don't know about that one. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. But it it honestly has a lot to do with the mind. Like it goes back yeah. to that whole psychology. You know, do you have a strong mind? Do you have a weak mm-hmm. mind? If you have a weak mind, you're more susceptible to being Definitely. to feeling those anxiety, depression, and all that. If you have a strong mind, if you keep your wits about things, you know you can avoid it. But of course, not everybody's like that. But they do have the potential to be like that. But that's yeah. another thing is. There, how what in what kind of state is your mind? Is it healthy? Is it strong? Or are you weak? Definitely, 
And before we continue, guys, first off, I don't think we introduced Eli. He's a guest host today. Uh, we worked with them a couple of years back when I first started managing a job. Yeah, we all worked in that. We yeah. all worked together, all of us. Yeah, awesome. All of us. That's where, that's where it started. <laughs> the cesspool <It's> okay. began. <laughs> the fuckery. The fuckery because <laughs> Mr. Lloyd O'Seaslick. All right, guys, we're going to do it this yeah, way, perfectly you. this way. <laughs> Boo this man. <laughs> we're going to get two trash bags yeah. out of synchronously per... Man, fuck that shit. Somebody throw that trash <laughs> and send out the broom. Where's that walk in, you motherfuckers? I'm gonna throw a soda at the very top. Bah! Oh, that ends. <laughs> and it never, never ended. It didn't end for a good it, while. It ended when I wasn't around. It didn't end because y'all did it when I wasn't around. Oh, yeah. But I mean, we still did it. Hey, but it got the job done. Yeah, so yeah, be honest. Be honest. honest. But yeah, just a little back on Eli, just so you guys. I don't know if we introduced him in the beginning. But <laughs> well, we did last week, but then the video crashed. So yeah, that was no, a bummer. Real, bum- real bummer because that was pretty that was, fucking badass. That was a good one. I, was, was a good I really one. enjoyed yeah. it. Like, I remember we got the computer. I was like, no, no, no. Where the fuck is this video? And then all you see is a play button with those. Yeah, I was super excited. I was like, oh, no. Don't hey, tell me. There were there were some good pictures uploaded, which was Yeah, that's, that's true. Good. We yeah, should save those, too. So those will be coming out uh, next week. Yeah. No, so episode on. four will be next week. Next Sunday, yeah. A redo, but... Um, he found, Lloyd found a couple of videos of us. Um, <laughs> cr- constructive criticism of him. Because he didn't, he didn't oh, want to yeah. be here. So like, That's right. What a piece of shit. What a piece of shit. He wanted his escorts in Las Vegas. He wanted Vegas. escorts. He wanted <laughs> to feel happy. What did they say? Girls, do your room? No, but going back to the depression, do you think a lot of people use that as an escape code when something... I guess when it ties back to the first video, life happens. well, it's like you, it's okay to not be okay, but it's also not okay to stay there. Oh yeah, like yeah. they're like depressed. Let's say relationship wise or friendship wise, mm-hmm. you've just been avoiding this person purposefully because mm-hmm. the depression has hit you, but you're not willing to do anything. Yeah, because you want to stay there. That's that. That's similarly true because when you get comfortable in the, in that sort of stage. Mm-hmm. It, it gets hard to do a lot of things, and that's the thing. I mean, the thing about depression is that you know, it, how to say like it's it's so hard to like get back on your feet yeah, when, when you're in that back. yeah like when you're in that state. It's and I've seen it um, like in people that you know they get in that depressive mood. It's it's really hard to bring them back from it. Oh yeah, you know, and there's a lot of like it's not just like it's it's not just magically gonna like. Oh, go away. You know, yeah. you know, go away and stuff like it's something you really have to work on yourself. But there, yeah, there's a stigma about depression and anxiety. Oh, I'm never gonna get out of it. I'm never gonna get through it. Mm-hmm. And one of the quotes that I really like is, um, you know, it's your life is like a clock. It's it's always gonna keep going forward, no matter. It's never gonna stop. So I mean, so why are you gonna stop at one when the clock's already at three, four. when the clock's already at four and five? Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're just letting life get ahead of you, and I think that's where um, you need to start realizing. Okay, yes, it sucks that this happened, but I got to move forward. I yeah. have to move forward. If I don't move forward, I'm gonna die. Definitely. And whether it's mentally or or physically, die. Mm-hmm. You know, because of suicide. You know, I don't. Yeah. I mean, God forbid anybody do that, but I mean, yeah, um, it happens. It's. I think that's that's something to keep in mind is that it's not a forever. No. It's not. It's just... Bad times don't last forever. No. It's it's never it's it's well, just going back to episode one. It's a pattern. Yeah. Exactly. It's just a pattern. So I mean, a, lo- <laughs> a lot of people might have like a preconceived idea of what depression is, mm. but what if we go a little bit about like 
you know what well what's a textbook definition like a textbook definition of it so right so for example this is from the diagnostic and statistical manual of mental disorders the dsm this is from the fifth edition i don't know which one they're on right now but this is like an official text they use to diagnose people with right mm -hmm. so i kind of looked up a little bit into like this stuff just so we can have it mm -hmm. and again uh just little notes that i wrote depression right well, the re one of the things that it lists is persistent sadness, hopelessness, and this is big too. Loss of interest in stuff that they used to, um, they used to like. That's the mm -hmm. big thing as well. Like when you when you lose interest in like daily activities mm -hmm. that you participated in, right? But it's not just emotional. You can suffer from chronic pain, from digestive issues. So this is this is deep. This is not just I feel sad. Mm -hmm. um again to be diagnosed with this the symptoms have to be present at least for two weeks so mm -hmm. again that's because we brought up earlier like the people that maybe are doing it for attention and stuff like it has to be for two weeks and and i forgot what the three um this wasn't like a, a criteria or anything mm -hmm. but i remember one of my classes they told us about that these disorders not just depression but like all of them right like we were talking ocd schizophrenia mm -hmm. and stuff like that like all of them have to they have to really like mess with your life. Yeah, they really. Gonna, I think the way uh, they explain to me in my side class is uh, whether it's a disorder or anything, it's not an issue until it starts interfering with your life. Yeah. So if you'd rather, when you used to like go hang out with friends or go hiking or something, all of a sudden you're like, nah, I just want to stay in my room all day. Sleep. sleep. Exactly. Sleep and and there, there's, I mean, there's there's symptoms that this text, yeah. this stuff, right? I'm just going to read a couple of them. Um, again, this, these have to be happening during a two-week period. You know, that's how you know that it might be, like, for sure, for real. Depressed mood most of the day, nearly every day. Markedly diminished interest and pleasure in awe or almost all activities most of the day, nearly every day. Significant weight loss um, when not dieting or weight gain or decrease or increase in appetite. That's a big one too. You know, if people are losing their appetite in general, mm -hmm. like that's, that's or that overeating or yeah. overeating as well. The slowing down of thought and a reduction of physical movement. People that stay in bed all day, they don't want to do anything. Mm -hmm. They don't. They don't feel like doing it. Fatigue or loss of energy nearly every day. Feelings of worthlessness or excessive guilt every day. Diminished ability to think or concentrate. Recurring thoughts of dead, suicidal ideation without a specific plan or suicide attempt or specific plan to commit suicide. Again, they really, these symptoms, they have to clinically like, like distress the, like, or, or impair your social or like other areas of functioning. You know, like th mm -hmm. this has to really like mess with your life. This, I mean, depression is like real and it's deep. So, yeah. Um... What other things I have? Again, associated features with depression. You know, there's high mortality, suicidal thoughts. Anxiety goes along with depression. You know, feelings that you're feeling that you're not being well. Stuff like that. Like, a lot of things can happen with this. But it's not just emotional. It's, it can be physical as well. Oh, yeah. Is there a time... Um, I don't know if you guys want to give like a quick briefing. Is there a time where you guys felt oh, that yeah, you were de that? Definitely. Well, oh, what's yeah. the one that stood out the most where it's like, okay, for sure, I'm in... I mean, this whole... I, I don't want to go into too much detail, no. but it was around, um, like, 2017, like, around the end of it. Mm -hmm. That's when I was, um, that's when it was really, I mean, I felt really bad. And honestly, I was just, I was negative all around. It wasn't just 
me staying in bed all day and me just not taking care of myself, I was uh, always posting negative stuff on social media. Like, always these sad songs, you know, all these depressing quotes and all that. Um, and, I mean, I can't say that that constitutes depression because, honestly, mm. I'm not an expert. I didn't go to college for it. I don't... I mean, you, you've explained the criteria, but, I mean, I still... You, you, just because you say that and just because mm. I feel it doesn't mean I have it, mm. but I, it was... It did feel like a depressing time. Oh, really quick, guys. We're not... Um Licensed psychologists exactly. or anything. Of course, that we're not licensed. Yeah. We're not. Don't think we're diagnosing or anything. Yeah, don't, don't take advice from us. Because um, as far as the like literal like text of what it's saying, like you go see a doctor if you need to see a doctor. I mean, I don't want the FBI going. Yeah, and then you know, what the hell, get on the fucking ground. You want to be depressed? I'll show you depressed. You didn't pay for a degree for this one. <laughs> no, but um, you're scared. Is there a time? Okay. I kind of the a couple like uh, honestly, like I did, I did have a few a few fights with depression growing up when I was a teenager. Um, there wasn't really a trigger, mm. so to speak. It just I don't know. It just it just happened. I, I was just feeling down on myself. I guess. And and I did fight it for a little bit. I did I did fight it for a little. I was actually like on medication for for a while. Mm. Wow. Yeah, and it was like fluoxetine, which was like the kind of like the like the poor people Prozac. Oh. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, yeah, like I I I actually had to take that for like, it was during high school. Yeah, mm-hmm. I never really got to that. I mean, I think the only medication I'm taking is for ADHD, but that's not. Well, I used to take it for that as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, for me, it's been. Honestly, it's kind of been most of my life. I feel. So it was, uh, my depression goes back to the very beginning when it happened. It was probably like around when, uh, when my nana died, my great grandma, I think it's called. Yeah. Um, it kind of led to there and it just went like in a downhill spiral. Um, just growing up, I was always bullied in middle school, elementary, Same. high school. Mm-hmm. And after a while, like, I let it get to me pretty bad. After a while, I kind of was like, man, I just don't want to be here. I don't want to do anything. I just want to leave. Like, you know, that's that's a suicide came up eventually, and I'm not gonna lie, they were there, yeah. um, and that's something I battled with even to recently. Like, I feel like I'm definitely out of that depression state that I was, and that's only been recently. I mean, you've seen the mood change since even before the podcast. Um, when I was uh, when I changed environment at work, you know, it's been it was a rough ride, and it's definitely a mental state that you can keep yourself in. I think mine uh, has to be. Uh, 2014 uh, February my uncle had died mm-hmm. I, I think it hit me hard because I considered him like my second dad due mm-hmm. to like I love my dad don't get me wrong we were in a good relationship but I mm-hmm. considered him second because every time we would go to Cali fight because I always fought with my dad no matter what on vacations because it was he was one of those that it's either my way or you know the highway, the highway. Yeah, highway. Yeah. and my uncle's like hey like just he would he just knew how to calm me down, and he had a heart attack. He went and he was half paralyzed when he woke up from his coma. Went to church, um, you know, read the Bible, per- prayed a lot, and then for him to just die, in a heart attack, I think I was just angry at the time. Like, I guess, angry. Not only get religious, but I guess at God. Right. I was like, how how the fuck are you gonna kill somebody that being left uh, behind by his wife? Is uh got half paralyzed. You're gonna take him, like down when right when he was barely getting that side of his body right. back in motion. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it took me, you know. And then, I guess a little bit after, uh, relationship had ended right a couple of weeks after. But 
that thing about my uncle is what just True. for years kind of rolled over. Mm. Uh, now that when I think of church, like going, it, it would get me angry because mm. it would just remind me like, how the fuck, how dare you, you piece mm. of shit. But it wasn't until a couple of years ago, mm. well, basically until my accident, that I, I felt more, I guess, like, more, right. yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah, peace with it. Like, you know what? Just shit happens that, that you can't control. And mm-hmm. I guess this, not this, obviously it wasn't today, but next Sunday is going to be my first time going to church in like five years. Really? Uh, Where are you going? Uh, I got to look it up. Uh, it's some girl that I used to work with at Fantastico, some party hall place. Oh, I haven't yeah. seen in six years. Mm. She's like, you just, do you want to come with me? And I was like. I haven't been there in five years, so I mean, what's not? See how it goes. Hopefully, you find your peace with God. I think that's. I think that's another important thing with battling depression is, I mean, most people who are depressed are they're mad at God, and I think Mm -hmm. that's something you you know you got to come to peace with because it's not, it's not God. Like people people have this whole idea that it's God's fault, Mm -hmm. but there's a reason that they call the Bible the Book of Life. Mm-hmm. It's it's all about love and positivity. It's ne- like there's nothing you'll never find anything negative in there mm-hmm. that that or that's gonna say be, because you because you didn't do this I'm gonna do this to your life. It's nothing like that, mm-hmm. and and people just have the misconception of what the Bible is, and I think that's really I mean that's a really good step to doing that is getting getting back in there. You don't have to be like super religious, you know like. Yeah. It's not. It's not about being religious. It's just about having a relationship, you know, with mm-hmm. God. And I think that's another important thing as far as getting over depression is doing that. I think just that us as human beings, we always try to find an outlet. Mm-hmm. Like maybe not accept that. Just like me, I couldn't accept that shit. Just happens. Mm-hmm. Trying to find a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, I guess we logically we just want. An explanation. Yeah, exactly. This yeah. is like this happened because of this. Someone to blame. Too. Yeah, somebody. That's the thing. And you know what? Sometimes, um, it's not, um, it's not things that happen to you are not done so to ruin you. Mm-hmm. They're meant to shape you and to grow you. Yeah, and definitely. Like that kind of standpoint. I mean, I'm not. I'm not super religious myself, but I, I mean, you guys see, mm-hmm. see me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I, I do avidly follow, follow God and I go to church on a weekly basis and I serve at my church. Um, and I think it's, uh, it's, it's a molding. It's, it's a way to mold you and a way to, mm-hmm. to bring you back up from, from the ground. You know, yeah. it's, it's kind of like, like a tree, you know, like mm-hmm. you first, I mean, it's, it's what, what we call a seed time and harvest. Mm-hmm. So like seed time, all the bad stuff's happening to you. You know, you gotta, you gotta like just stick it out because it's, because mm-hmm. you're going to grow. And then it's gonna you're gonna get to a point to where you're you're this huge ginormous oak tree, and you're gonna look you're gonna look at the ground from there and be like wow, I made it past that. And I yeah. think that's I mean it goes back to that it's important to have a relationship with, with God. Or I mean I'm not saying you have to follow God, but whatever religion you know I think it's follow at least to follow some set of morals that'll lift you up rather than break you down. Yeah. Just find some peace. Just make sure it's on a good term. Now use vices. Yeah. Like some people like to drink their mm-hmm. their depression, smoke, again, not eating or overeating. Just hopefully, you know, those... Like that, um, I didn't mean to interrupt, oh, no, like fine. that guy in Horizon. The, um, the guy that, that killed that 16-year-old a couple of days ago. No, no, yeah, no, in Horizon, the, the guy ran a red light and T-Bow in a car with like four girls in it. Oh, my oh. And he died right on the spot. And... There's this uh, bar too that I go to every now and then called the Tin Man. Mm-hmm. And the bartenders say that he was a regular there in the Horizon mm-hmm. one. 
and that he was an alcoholic like he would like avidly like drink yeah. every day and he was just starting to get better but then he slipped up once and that ended up and ultimately killing him and that's another thing to to be careful with your outlets as far as drinking and smoking and doing drugs and all that because you never know like like that guy for instance and and i, I hope he you know I hope he found his peace before he died, but yeah. I mean, unfortunately, you know, it's it's always it's always when you're about to get better that you got to be too you got to be careful about breaking your your mm-hmm. your bad habit. You're yeah. going back into your bad habit, you know. Yeah, we're breaking that pattern. Because then exactly, because yeah. if you, like I said, you never know what if that what if that one last time is the ultimate last time, yeah. and you lose your life over it. So yeah. you got to just yeah. be careful with all that. I mean, it's fine to drink and smoke. I mean, just. Don't abuse it. Don't that's abuse the, that's it. That's a huge thing. Is yeah. is it's one thing to drink casually and have a good time, but it's another thing to abuse it. You gotta find a you like if you're getting drunk. What is the reason for you getting drunk? No. Are you? I mean, for one thing, I mean, me personally, I don't like to get drunk. It's uh-huh. just not. It's not a really good place I like to be. Yeah. So, but I mean, being drunk in general is not good for anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have the risk of like you getting in your car crash, yeah, you know, DUI um, stuff like that, and it's just important to to not abuse it and regulate it. Mm-hmm. That that's true because you know when when I I I hit like a very like a, a very depressive hit like down in two thousand fourteen as well, mm-hmm. but this one was you know uh, two friends fighting over a girl pretty mm-hmm. much, mm-hmm. and and yeah I mean it was it was it was tough you know seeing I mean it was seeing them together that was tough but realizing like oh shit like I actually do love this girl that was tough mm-hmm. as well, mm-hmm. so when that happened one one of my ways to cope with it was smoking. Mm-hmm. And that's that's just what I did. I just I just smoked and smoked and smoked, mm-hmm. and me and this guy we kind of like fixed our friendship a little bit, yeah. and we would smoke together. But that's all I did, and the reason why it was bad. I mean, I don't have anything against weed. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything against no, it. No, you no, know, no. I, I, I mean, it's whatever. It's, yeah, yeah and it's free will. You know, I don't have anything against. It. I don't want to push people against doing it. You know, and a lot of people do smoke weed to feel better, or whatever. But at least in my case, in my case. Since I was doing it so much, I wasn't giving myself, like, that proper healing, Healing, you know, like, I wasn't allowing myself to heal. I would just kind of, I was just going to put everything away and be like, nah, like I'm just going to get high and I'm just going to feel better. And that's all I did. And, you know, and it didn't really help me. I mean, it was good. It was a little bit, but as yeah, soon as you got that high. Exactly. Like, I, and, I, and I had some good know. times, but... Yeah, I didn't really allow myself to heal. Yeah. Because it was just putting it off and smoking. And that's the thing. You have to... Like I said, it goes back to... What is the reason why you're doing it? Exactly. Like, I mean, I'm, I personally don't smoke. I drink. I'm not going to lie. I do drink. Mm-hmm. But there's you got to find a reason behind why you're doing things. <coughs> yeah. Like, are you are you smoking because you're depressed? Or are you smoking because it's a casual thing? And it's... I mean, even though it's illegal here. But I mean, like, in places like Colorado and California. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like, are you doing it... Because you just want to relax and take a load off from work? Are you doing it because there's something wrong with you that you're, you're just trying to avoid? Mm-hmm. And you don't got to be honest with me. You got to be honest with yourself. Like, yeah. anybody who's watching, you got to look at yourself. You got to take an analysis of yourself every now and then to keep yourself in check. Yeah. Otherwise, you get in too deep and you end up like that guy, sadly, you know, dying, drunk yeah. driving, you know. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, you know, going, there was a three to four month period, especially uh, when I was living alone out on the east side where I, I just go to the bar after day, every day, drink. Uh, drink, drink, and you know I got drunk or I feel good for a little while, but then I'll go home and start watching a movie or something, and I'll hit that low again. See, that's the thing, that there's 
mm-hmm. getting drunk and, and having a good time and partying like that, it's only going to be lasting like two hours. Mm-hmm. And then you're just back to your state. And, exactly. And you're going to go back to it. And then all of a sudden, boom, you got you to pump yeah. your stomach rock up with it's it. like a little crackhead. And it's, yeah, it's like, yeah. you know, when, the addict, when an addict starts to like mm-hmm. detox, their body starts shaking and they feel like sick. And no, I got to do it. I got to do it. But mm-hmm. it's, it's your body telling you, you got to stop. Mm-hmm. And... That's that's why it becomes dangerous. Yeah, it? of course, and that's why like that's why I brought it up that three four month binge where yeah. I was drinking, getting drunk. One day I just looked at myself and I was like, "Why am I drinking? Am I drinking because I want to drink, or am I drinking because this bad I'm, thing I want to feel good?" Yeah, because that's the only outlet where I felt good when I was drunk. And, I was and, like, and honestly, it goes yeah. to to habits, and I want to mm-hmm. kind of like jump into. I mean, we can still talk about depression, but I want to jump into a little bit of what I learned as far as reading these books. I'll okay. get to that in a second. Well, um, what, what books do you have? Well, yeah, I have... Um, really quick. Well, I, I first want to give... Uh, you know who Liz is, right? Liz? Mm-hmm. Um, she told me she knew you. Like, I met her, like, last year, like, last year in, like, November, December. Well, anyways, she's mm-hmm. a part of this, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's part of this mentorship program called URA. It's, like, a mentorship yeah. program in self-development and all that. And they, they, she invited me to go help out with them. Or to not to help out with them, to to get on board with them and, and engage in whatever they were doing. And I couldn't do it financially. Financially, it just, it just wasn't going to happen. Yeah. But they gave me this book to read. They said, I want you to read the first two chapters of the book. It's called The Compound Effect. Mm-hmm. And, by who? Uh, by Darren Hardy. Hardy. It's, it's a really good book, honestly. And, and I was supposed to give the book back to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, thankfully, the guy never hit me up back to, to take it because mm-hmm. I ended up finishing reading it. Yeah. And honestly, it's changed my life. Like it's, it's, I've only, I mean, I, again, I only just started reading like this book, like, like two months ago. Mm -hmm. And it's a real quick, like perception on how to twist things. And, and it goes into habit breaking, you know, how to, what are you struggling with? You know, areas of your life that you can do better and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And one of the things that it talks about is, is habits and how Mm -hmm. to break a bad habit. And there's, there's steps to breaking that habit. And once again, I want to say that I'm not an expert and I'm, I might be wrong on some things if I say it and you think I'm wrong. You don't have to shut me down. You don't have to blow up the comments. I mean, you know, I'm not perfect. Yeah. That's, that's all I want to say first before I get into all this. Okay. But, um, you know, bad habits, you know, as far as breaking them, you got to identify your triggers. Mm-hmm. Like for you, when you're drinking for that from one pinch, your, mm-hmm. your trigger was because you're feeling depressed. And yeah. You know, so you got to identify your trigger. Number two, step two, you got to, you, instead of, Acting on that trigger, you got to clean your house. And when I say clean house, like literally clean your house, like, like do something or do something productive that's going to take your mind off of it. Mm -hmm. Because if you clean your house, you're not, you're going to start thinking about, I got to do this. I got to wipe this down, make sure it's clean. And you forget about wanting to do whatever it is that you wanted to Mm -hmm. do. Number three is you got to swap it. Mm -hmm. You got to find something else to do besides doing that thing. Mm -hmm. And it could be anything. It could be drinking, smoking, anything, you know, swap it, swap it for something positive. Number step four is is easing in. You know, it, nobody here is perfect. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna all of a sudden go from one day to the next. You know, like ne- di- day and night. You know, it's not gonna happen overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, so you gotta just ease in every now and then. You know, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna fall back sometimes. It's not gonna. It's mm-hmm. not that it's not gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. But you just gotta do it enough times to where you don't want to do it anymore, and you end up finding that that swap. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, jumping in is the fifth one where 
if you're that type of person that you can just jump in from one day to the next, then of course do it. Mm-hmm. And that to me, like really changed now, my perception. Jumping, jumping in. Uh, jumping in, like just doing it. Like if you're going to stop doing it, cold turkey, do it. Just cut. Oh, okay, like, okay, that's, okay. yeah. Like, I mean, there's some people that can do it. They have the ability to do that. Not, that's, mm-hmm. that's why step four is ease in, you know, you're going to just you know, test the waters first and then eventually get in. But, mm-hmm. you know, there's some people that are bold enough to just quit it cold turkey, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's... That to me changed my life because I mean it's just it it doesn't have to be um, drinking or smoking. Mm-hmm. I mean that's that's one of the main things that people go to when depressed and all that. Mm-hmm. But it, it could be also like again stress eating, overeating, you know, being lazy. You know, mm-hmm. instead of doing all that, find something that's productive for your life. Find okay. something that you like working out, going to the gym. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly, I was gonna mention yeah. that. You know? you know, listening to positive podcasts, like yeah. motivational speakers. Mm-hmm. You know, once you start, once you start changing your influence on who has influence on you, like, mm-hmm. like if you listen to sad music, you're gonna feel sad. Yeah. So instead of listening to sad music, start listening to happy music. Start listening to positive and encouraging um, mm-hmm. music. Um, it's it's not rocket science, but again, it's it's doable. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not impossible. I mean. One, I guess you could say it's simple but not easy. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's simple but it's not easy. Um, when there's this quote that hangs up on a clipboard in my work, it says "impossible" is not even a word because in the word it says "I'm possible." Mm. So, a- anything that you want to do, you, you can never say that it's impossible. Yeah, because you're possible. Is it's, it it's, can I I mean, you can get on a plane, right? <laughs> can I jump off a building? <laughs> I, I mean. mean that's bullshit, because last time I tried, I fell into a bush. Well, That's mean, impossible. Place to give surprises, right? There you go. Uh, so, I mean, it's that to me really changed my life and how I perceived life. Mm-hmm. And uh, another way to get out of all of that is, you know, um, identifying goals. What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. What do you want to yeah. accomplish? You know, like for me, one of my, one of my goals this year was to uh, read a, at least one book a month. Mm-hmm. And this one I started in in Jan- late December, but I finished it in like the beginning of January. And this one I read for Jan- uh, for January, which is the Four Disciplines of Execution. By who? By uh, it's a couple of art, uh, authors: Chris McChenzie, St- Sean Covey, and Jim Holling. It's a good book too. I'll get to this one in a second. Okay. This pretty much um, is like the steps to making this happen. Mm. Like I feel like they they're not connected like on purpose, but I feel like they they tie mm. in really well together. Okay. Now, as far as getting to do better for yourself, you gotta first of course identify what you're struggling mm. with. Um, and there's this thing in this book that's called a hundred to zero. Mm. So if you're gonna do something, do it. Mm. I mean, you, I mean, it's like I said, it's not gonna happen overnight, but you gotta if you're gonna do something, do it. Mm. And it's called a hundred to zero. So that's a hundred percent responsibility. And zero excuses. Mm-hmm. So you got to take responsibility. Take you got to be accountable to yourself, and not only to yourself, you got to find someone that you can trust to be an accountability partner. Mm-hmm. And if, of course, if you're bold enough to to blast it out there to the world, you got to have like a, what's called a public display of accountability. Mm-hmm. So you let everybody know, or let your family members know, hey, mm-hmm. this is what I'm trying to do. If you see me slipping up, help me out mm-hmm. by you know. Like nudging me to do better, you know. Yeah. No matter how much I struggle. Exactly. No matter how lazy I'm getting, you gotta, you gotta. You gotta push. You gotta push because if you're not, if you don't have accountability, you don't have anything. Mm-hmm. And that that ties into the second book that mm-hmm. I'll get to right now. Um, one of the other things too is tracking one behavior that you want to change, mm-hmm. and that could be your financial behavior. Like watch, like this one in the first two chapters it explains how to um, control your finances. Okay. 
And you know when you when you swipe your credit card, you don't see the money, right? Oh. And you just swipe and you're like, that's two dollars, mm-hmm. that's three dollars, and then all of a sudden you spend thirty bucks in a day. Yeah, man. So <laughs> what this book Super had, slow, yeah, exactly, <laughs> brother. It happens, and it's it, nobody here can say that it hasn't happened because it yeah, happens. Yeah. You it think still it happens, happens. exactly. <laughs> yeah, and one of the things that it says to do, I mean, and it could be for anything that you want to do, but for me specifically, I was struggling with my finances. Okay. Because I, I get paid weekly Friday. I mean, we mm-hmm. both do. We both kind of work in the same same mm-hmm. uh, element. And I would only I would always end up with like 20 bucks on Thursday before payday. Mm-hmm. And it would piss me off because I'm just like, where the heck is this money going? Like, are you mm-hmm. kidding me? Like, I don't even know what I'm spending it on. Yeah. And when I read this book, it like, oh, yeah, there's probably that. Cometa, Whataburger. And one of the things that it, it tells you to do is to write everything down. Every penny that I spent, I started this in, in um, November, like or like late November, like the last day of November. Mm-hmm. You just write everything you write down, even if it's 50 cents, mm-hmm. write it down. And then I go back each week and I'll track how much I spend. Okay. So like the first week, I spent 156 bucks. Mm-hmm. And the next week, I spent 111 bucks. You see, I'm going down and I'm, looking, right. I'm actually paying attention. The next week, I kind of slipped up. I went back up to 150. Mm-hmm. And then I keep going. And you see, it's there's, I'm spending less and less. And there's times where I, I'm able to save because of what I'm spending it on. Mm-hmm. You know, like instead of going out, buying groceries. Yeah. And, you know, I started seeing to where I can get 70 bucks in my paycheck before payday. And mm-hmm. I can put that money in my savings. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, is, is something that's really important, especially with, today, especially with today's technology, is that you don't see your money. Yeah. Unless you carry cash, like some people do still carry yeah. cash, you're not going to see your money. No. So this is a really perfect way to, to track your finances. And this can be for anything. Like, yeah. if you're struggling with drinking, okay. every time you take a, take a beer, you write it down. Mm-hmm. Every time you smoke a cigarette, write it down. Anytime, like say somebody with a pornography addiction, every time mm-hmm. you, you watch porn, write it down. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get to a point to where, like, oh, if I do it, I have to write it down. And I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna have to see it. I'm gonna so check sp- your mind. And I'm gonna have to like look at how much I spent. Like, oh my god, I spent fifty bucks on one day. Like, are you kidding me? So yeah. it's gonna make you not want to write it down. It's gonna ultimately make you not want to do it. Mm-hmm. And you can't cheat yourself because it's if you cheat yourself, especially like with finance, you're gonna see it in your bank statement. Yeah, you're gonna have less than what you thought you had. Yeah. So it's gonna shape you to where you don't want to spend that needless spending. You don't want to spend that. 20 bucks that you could have spent at the bar you would have mm-hmm. you know it's put it to your savings exactly or, uh, like it's all buys piece and of it's, it's that honestly need. that that to me like the first it, it's within the first two chapters of the book mm-hmm. and the first thing i did after i read that is i went to walmart and i i bought i bought this okay mm-hmm. and it was it was awesome and then as it goes through the book it it um you know it keeps going back to that what are you struggling with you know what are you struggling with the most what is it that you want to improve on in your life it could be mm-hmm. anything your spiritual physical you know, you want to stop drinking, you want to stop doing this, that, mm. etc. You know, you got you to gotta write it down. And this is what this notepad's for. Mm. Everything that I want to achieve, I write it down. Mm. So I have, I have in here three good habits that I have. Mm. And that's something that explains in here is write three good habits that you have. Okay. You also write three bad habits that you have. Mm. You know, excessive drinking, smoking, you know, eating out a lot. Mm. And then three new habits that you want to shape in there. You mm. want to add Swap out, you know? Okay. It goes into that. You know, you got to also look at your mo- your motivation. What's mm-hmm. your motivation? What is motivating you to do that? Mm-hmm. It could be God. It could be you want to self-improve yourself. You want to do it for mm-hmm. your family. 
you want to, you know, just it's all around self improvement, mm. and that's what, uh, oh, excuse me, that's what all these books are around, you know, based off of is self improvement, mm. and it's important to to keep that, you know, to grow. If you don't grow, you're not gonna change, you know. Okay. So I mean, it's really important to to carry these around if you are serious about it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, there's there's even steps on how to get momentum in that. Mm-hmm. You know, like right here, it says making new choices based on your goals and your mm-hmm. good habits or your bad habits. You know, you got to put those choices to work. You can't just say you're going to do them and not do them. You know, mm-hmm. you're not going to change. No. Number three is, you know, you got to repeat it. You got to keep repeatedly doing it and doing it until it becomes a habit. You know, it only takes 21 days to make a habit mm-hmm. and like about 17 to break it. Mm-hmm. So 17 days to break a habit and 21 to make a new one. Mm-hmm. So, you know, number and a fourth step to building momentum is finding yourself a daily routine, mm-hmm. whether it's you wake up at the same time, you go to the gym at the same time in the morning or at night, whatever you do, mm-hmm. um, taking a shower on the same time, brushing your teeth at the same time, getting mm-hmm. ready for work at the same time. And honestly, I, I, I even did that before that book, but now I've like sharpened it to where it's exact. Okay. And that's like one thing. And then also the most important thing that you got to do when self-developing yourself is consistency. Mm-hmm. If you don't have consistency, you're not going to, yeah. you know, you do it for a week. I mean, yeah, that's fine. But if you stop for a week, you're not going to see results. It's the same thing with working out. Give up. Yeah. yeah, it's the same thing with working out. You're, you you lose a pound in a week and you feel like you've achieved nothing, but uh, you've, you've achieved something. Yeah. Something's better than nothing. Exactly. Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, um, it's funny you say that because like even a pound, that's a great achievement. For oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, at my gym, um, they literally have a little, that's not little, it's good. It's a good size, right about this size of yellow. It kind of looks like clay almost. Mm-hmm. That's a pound of flat. They use that as a motivation. It's a pound of fat. Their little diagram. Oh, a pound of fat. Yeah, oh, a pound okay, of fat. okay. That's Where's, how much fat you go to? I go to Rough Fitness. Oh, okay. Yeah, I settled with them. And honestly, that's that's where I changed. That's where my mentality started changing. Yeah. And also, too, I mean, you know, you gotta identify, it goes back to identifying your influence. Mm-hmm. You know, who has influence on you? What music is influencing exactly. you? What, yeah. what the culture around you is influencing you? Mm-hmm. And it all goes back to, like I said in the beginning, everybody can be a leader. Yeah. It just, it depends on influence. And, I, and it's a podcast that I've been listening to. It's called The Lead Egg Show with Kevin Cruz. And okay. that's every, every time he does his podcast, it's, it's, he says that. Leadership is not a title. It's based off influence. And everybody mm-hmm. can be a leader. I kind of have to disagree on everybody being a leader. Because I think just the, the natural structure of the world is that mm-hmm. uh, not everyone can be a chief. Some people have to be Indians. Mm-hmm. But well, if you're in the, the, just because you're a follower doesn't mean that you're, you can't be a leader for those followers, like managers. Yeah. Is there a general you, manager? You, you make but I, I, I think leader. the way... I think no, the way I mean like, uh, like the influence. The way he's using the leadership though in that mm-hmm. podcast... It's kind of like a leadership of your own life, not really a oh, leadership. As yeah, well. it's not. It's like it's I said. Like, it's not about title. It's yeah, about yeah. influence. Are you are you influencing the things around you? Influencing yourself to do good or to do bad? And I mean that can that's you know that's a loose end. You know you can identify anything as good as bad. You know depending on your opinion. But yeah. I mean it's it's all about influence. You know also association. It goes back to your episode one. Who are your friends? Yeah. Are your friends? the kind of friends that you want around when you're up there, mm. when you're making the big bucks. It doesn't have to necessarily mean you're going to be a billionaire, yeah. but you're making the big bucks or you're, you're doing good in life. Are those the doing, friends that you doing want? Doing better. Yeah, are those the friends that you, you want sticking around? Or are they the friends that are actually holding you down? 
Mm-hmm. You know, your toxic friendships. Yeah, that's it. Goes back to that whole toxic toxic friendship. I like how our first episode tied, yeah, we, was tied we, we in just, like, so much. It's because you know what? It's crazy. When I was reading these books when you released that one, and I was like, damn, I really want to get into this and like explain, elaborate a little bit more on that. And that's yeah. all. Like, it's really awesome to be here. Mm-hmm. And again, it's also about finding someone. It's finding or your best friend and finding uh, accountability. Mm-hmm. That way you can, like, if they give you a goal that they want to achieve and you give them a goal that you want to achieve or that you give them a habit that you want to mm-hmm. break and you, they give you, you know, vice versa. Yeah. And you and every time you mess up, you tell them, hey, you know what, I slipped up. And you, you encourage each other. It's all about encouragement. It's all about positivity. I mean, it's like, it, it all ties in. It all ties yeah. in. That's crazy. So our first episode yeah. and even <laughs> four, four episodes later, about a month later, and it's still... Goes back all goes the way back, back there. Yeah, that's yeah, keeping it consistent. And that, that's yeah. kind of crazy too, because it's like we set up a base with that first podcast. Yeah, we're we're not intentionally circling back. It's just kinda, it's just it's there. Kind of happens. Yeah. yeah. And I think another thing you have to do if you really want to change is mm. is uh, write it down okay. somewhere where you can see. Mm-hmm. Like me, after I finished this book, I bought a whiteboard, mm-hmm. and I wrote down I wrote down all the goals that I want to achieve for. Uh, 2019 mm. and one of those being I wanted to lose at least 50 pounds this week that's mm. a long term goal yeah long term goals for the year is go to school um, get a better relationship with God and you know mm. advance and all that um, again I'm not perfect of course yeah. um, read, reading at least a book every day you know mm. getting closer to my family you know hanging mm. out with them at least once and I've honestly been slacking off in that I can, yeah, I can tell I can um, you gotta write down the goals that you want for a year the goals that you wanna do for a month and the goals that you want to do for three months. Mm. So fe- January, February, March, what is something that you want to achieve? Mm. In January, what do you want to achieve? February, what do you want to achieve? Mm. And you got to make sure you do it. And if you don't, you got to keep yourself accountable. Mm. Like yeah. keep a scoreboard. And that goes into this book. I mean, the, the book, okay. this other book I'll explain to you right now. It's a little more, um, it, it, it explains how to write it down and all that. You know, you got to mm. keep things simple and not too complex or else you'll, you know. You're so easy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess another way for self-development just, mm. I don't know about you guys, but I've been told since we started this that a lot of people have been wanting to start their own. Mm. They just don't know how. It's how confidence. Yeah. Like, honestly, it. like, on my way over here, I was thinking about what I want to say and how I want to say things. And I was like, okay, I just want to, like, yada, yada. I was even talking to myself in the car and I was like, because I want it to be good, you know? Yeah. And, and that's, that's, that's the thing is that it's not going to be perfect. Like this right here, like yeah. this is going off of the rails of what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. But it's going, it's going good. I'm not, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not upset about it. And that's, the, the, that's what I really like about your podcast is that it's not um, super structured to where... It's like brutally it's, honest. Yeah, like it's, <laughs> it's going, you're going with the flow. Like, like yes, we have the topic of what we want to talk about, but we like, the only reason we have these papers is to like, what they'll keep points. Cause yeah. I mean, I don't, I can't ever keep everything in memory, but I know what it is. But if, when mm. I see it, you know, but I mean, that's what I really like. And I think if anybody out there that wants to start a podcast, mm. um, you know, you just got to keep, be confident. You got to know what you want to talk about. Um, you know, don't over prep. Cause then you'll just sound like a robot, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, just gotta go for it. I mean, yeah. like there's this quote that I heard on that podcast. Okay. I don't know. I forgot the guy that said it. It's from like way back when, like when black and white pictures were still a thing. Okay. And it says, um, it says a life making mistakes is more honorable than spending a life. A life spending a life spent making mistakes is more honorable than a life spent doing nothing. 
So yeah, a couple of podcasts, you know, they might not be good, but you're, you're going to grow. You're gonna, yeah. And like the first one, I'm not going to lie. I thought it was a little weird. How you're like, okay, the next one. But then you yeah. guys started like, you started flowing, making yeah, it flow. Shaping it. Yeah. Exactly. But I think, yeah, we, we were saying it too. Like, yeah. hey, we're just growing right now. Like, that's why we always yeah. ask, what do you guys like and what don't you? Yeah. Because that way we see, yeah, like there's some people that are going to tell us the stupidest stuff. Like, well, I don't like your background. Eh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, but what we we appreciate is like, hey, well, like you had told me mm-hmm. at the beginning, like you guys need to start flowing into the topics yeah, more more of, natural yeah, exactly. stuff. Well, okay, topic number one, yeah, X, exactly. Y, and Z. Yeah. Like that's the type of criticism that I and, like yeah. from people. Yeah. Something that could help because this is for everyone. It's not yeah. just that's because you, you gotta listen to your audience. Yes, exactly. I mean, they're they're they're. Oh, the, yeah, definitely. I mean, they're obviously like. We're doing it for yeah, exactly. actually Isaac. Come here really quick because uh, I know you've seen it. <laughs> Cut off guy's shit. Celebrity, celebrity, celebrity. celebrity shot. Just uh, you want to sit on my lap? <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's the best seat in the house. <laughs> oh, there we go. All right, so Isaac, um, what do you like about the podcast? On your lap. Oh, well, no, the the when you guys first started this podcast, and freaking, I like that you guys were talking about how. It's okay not to be okay, but don't stay in there. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I was watching it, and well, recently I've had like some problems with like a DWI. I was in, also involved in a car accident, and mm-hmm. you know, I sort of, I wouldn't call it depression, yeah. but you know, it kind of hits you hard. Yeah, it's in a kinda... slump, and like for a while I stopped hanging out with you guys, mm-hmm. and I was like trying to figure myself out, and I don't know, like your your podcast really hit me. Wow, that's awesome. That's good, yeah. man. Like, that's cool. It's awesome that you guys yeah. put this together. You know? Well, it was I mean, mostly him yeah. over here. I mean, he came up with the idea. We're not worthy. Yeah. Yeah. We're not worthy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's like, the thing. That's the thing. Like, we're all going to go different ways in our careers and shit. But me personally, I'm not about money. Like, I like to make money. I like to spend money. Don't we all? But, you yeah, can't exactly. keep that as a priority. Never. Yeah, exactly. You can't keep oh, yeah. priority. And my, my thing since I was little is like, Seeing a smile on somebody's face or changing their outlook right. on something. Like, oh, yeah. That's, that's something the, that, like, even, they, even you guys, meeting you guys, I was like, whenever you guys were down, I was trying to be there and, like, talk to you guys through things. like. And it goes back to influence. Like, in that way, you're being a leader by yeah. helping people out. Mm-hmm, I mean, you know, that's, it's important to, <laughs> like, and, and it goes back to what you said, that not everybody can be a leader, but it's important to have that leadership mentality. Exactly. And that's the, that, and <laughs> I think, yes. <laughs> My leg was <laughs> And I think that's important for anybody also that's looking to start their own podcast and they don't know what to talk about is having that leadership mentality so you, you have the confidence to, to go. Yeah. I mean, you have more fun as a leader. No, you make more money as a leader. But you have more fun as a leader. You have more fun as a leader. Yeah. Exactly. Definitely. And I can, from even just a manager job, I can see that. Like, you take that leadership role, you have responsibilities. Whereas you're a follower and you notice all the fun they're having, but you can't because you got to follow rules and sets and... I don't know, that's crazy. Unless you know how to disappear away from your manager. <laughs> yeah. 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 Catch you guys a couple times. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you guys disappeared a lot, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. give me we that book. Honestly, yeah, there's a the, times we did, not gonna lie. In the manager perfect. closet. The manager's <laughs> closet. Hey, yeah, we'll be back in five hours five later. Hours later. <laughs> hey, uh, man, we I need, need to change. I need to change. Okay, we'll, we'll be there, there in a bit. <laughs> yeah, well, let me go ahead and take this selfie first. All four of you are from Cinemark? Yeah, we yeah. are. Yes, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the different times. Yeah, yeah. Out of all of us, I think, well, the one that we all worked at, I was there the longest. Then it was between you two. I was there for like a year and a half. I was there for a year. 
But what year did you go in? 2015. I got No, then you were... Because I met you before I went to basic. Yeah, we... Um, you were already I, there when I went in. Yeah, because I, oh, okay. I got hired on the end of 2014. Yeah. And, and I got fired at the same time. And I started the 2015. Yeah. yeah. So it's basically... Yeah, so it's yeah. pretty much a huge circle. Yeah. yeah. I think the first big movie I worked with was Cinderella. Mm. Oh, that's not The live action one? Yeah, the live action. All I know is the kid movies sucked. That's all I know. And then after that, the the biggest one after that was Furious 7. Oh, yeah. Jurassic World. Oh, Jurassic World. So did I, but I was too busy in in Oklahoma. I opened opened when Jurassic World premiered. All the Fifty Shades of Grey, too. I had left before that movie dropped. That was a crazy time. That was good. My friends, my friends working there dragged me into Magic Mike 2. <laughs> hey, you know what? Like, I said, like three more guys in the audience. <laughs> and that was just, man, uh, I saw, I think when we, you know, when we would go around and clean the movie theaters, right. I saw the ending to them. I was like, you know what? I got nothing else to do. I don't know what work is for the next 20 minutes. So I might as well just watch a movie. I'm gonna lie, that was the ending was pretty cool for uh, you know, that type painful? of movie. Um, when I, I would go and check out like Pixels. Oh, and it was so, it was so weird because like, I would go into it just just like check the theater and watch it a little bit. You knew what the jokes were. You, you knew what the joke was. Yeah, yeah, was the jokes. You know what the joke yeah. was, but it just felt flat, flat. and mm. nobody no laughed. No delivery. And I was just like, oh. It was sad. You know, I'll never forget that, that movie. Fantastic Four. I'll never forget that movie. I think you were working with the me. So we were gonna clean after Pixels. Mm-hmm. I walk in and there's a girl giving head to a guy in the movie. Oh, yeah. And I literally walked away and I was like, I don't get paid enough for this. And I was like, Go ahead and handle this because it was barely brand new. Yeah. And I, 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 no, but I used to be the one that liked to go in and like tell people. And apparently yeah. this. Yeah, I'm gonna call her bitch. This bitch threw her fucking purse at me. She threw her purse and ran and away. Ran out the exit door of the theater. <laughs> and the guy, okay. I don't know yeah. why she threw her purse, but the guy, I went to high school with him. Oh, and he's all like, yo, what's up, man? I'm like, yo, just go through that exit. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, the you guys just kick him out, right? When that's- yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah we but, but I mean, the movie was over. So like, was like, yeah, the, most that, the most I ever saw was just a couple making out during the credits, and I was like, all right, leave that. I gotta clean. I legit caught a friend. Um, more of an acquaintance, I guess now, but just a friend at a time. Uh, when I first started cinema, uh, baby C slick, fucking, I went into a theater and I didn't really pay attention. And I look over to the right and I was like, "What are they doing?" And I'm like, "Oh shit, she's bouncing on his dick right now." Oh what the my fuck? god! <laughs> so I like uh, right away. I'm just like, <clears throat> and like she hops off and just like goes back to watching the movie like nothing. And I'm just oh there like, god. "Oh god!" So I'm like, whatever. And I didn't notice who it was. Uh, in the beginning, so next thing you know, damn it, Scott. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, and I'm holding the door when uh when people walk out, and you know, I'm saying bye, thanks for coming, you know, have a great night. And they're the only two in the theater, so they walk out, and I look, and I go right away. As soon as she sees me, she's like, "Oh shit!" And I'm like, "Oh no!" Oh yeah! <laughs> I was just like, "Oh, have a great day, guys!" And like, they walked away, and I was just like, "Fuck!" But who was it? I'm not gonna say names now. Oh, okay. But it was someone. You it was someone, someone I knew, okay. and I was like, "Well, honestly, it caught me off guard because I don't think she was like that, like that." Not like that because there's nothing wrong with. Oh, yeah. Yes, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Legally, wrong with that. legally, yes, but. 
I get. I just you. never saw her like being kind of wild like that. I guess you'd mm. say. And it's just like coming after. Well, I guess before we bounce off to our old um, work stories, just those that want to start a podcast, uh, just like I told um, the other people that want that told me, just go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, this app that I'm gonna start using for the audio for those that don't want to look at our ugly mugs. Yeah, as I point that out, the reason is like looking at this one because the whole anchor. So this app is called Anchor, and it's um, it's mostly for audio. Mm-hmm. There's other people that have their own radio shows. You can add um, trim the audio files, put sound effects, music, whatever. But uh, this is gonna be an alternative for those that, like I said, don't want to look at our ugly faces, because uh, apparently some of them voted. That nah, that were too ugly for radio. Well, when I did that poll, when I, when, that poll? like when I was like, um, should we do a drunk live Q and A? And I was oh, like, hell man. yeah, or our faces, uh, only perfect for radio. Uh-huh. And I saw some people voted for it. I was like, damn, really? I didn't know. Like, damn, funny, are we that bad? <laughs> oh no, that's funny as fuck. Sorry bro. to disappoint you guys. Well, <laughs> if, 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 if I, I saw that second option, I wouldn't have voted. I'm not gonna lie, I voted for the second one. No, but it's just for those that you know that are interested in our podcast but don't have time to watch the videos. Yeah, or go and, uh, Facebook. Yeah, that they just want to listen but still go on social media and, or just do whatever they want to do. Yeah, actually, I watched the first episode on my way to work. So from right, I used to, I live in Los Polos and it takes me like forty five minutes to get to work. So I pretty much finished your first episode yeah. driving <laughs> See? to work. I just yeah, hooked it up on Facebook, hooked up the Oxcord, and that's how. See, but now at least it's an alternative for those that just want to. Listen, yeah, yeah. I have time, but uh, I, that's how I listen to my podcast. I'll be honest, like, I just like throw on some headphones and I'll that's what I do at the gym when I'm weight training. I'll listen to a podcast, that's why I listen to this guy when I'm doing my weight training. And then when mm-hmm. I get to cardio, I'll start reading the book. Um, on the post because you know, we always share clips, little clips mm-hmm. here and there, pictures. I'm gonna put in the link or put a post on how to get to this uh podcast, mm-hmm. but you need to download the app again, it's called Anchor. And I think with time, it's going to get more popular because mm. audio is more easily accessible for people. Yeah. Again, because they don't have to sit there and look at whatever. Mm. I mean, that's the cool thing about podcasts. Even, even the ones that are, like, filmed, you can pretty much just can take yeah, the audio down. Take the audio down. Just listen to yeah. the audio. So it's more versatile. So, again, just... I'm going to make the post. It's called, the app is called Anchor. And then mm. on the post, I'm going to go ahead and detail how to get to there. No. And just follow. And then this is going to be, every time we do the podcast, it's going to be the video and then the audio. Mm, so if you yeah. see me look at my phone, it's not because I'm trying to hurry it up. I'm trying to see, okay, is it working? You know, or what is it? Did it stop? And then mm. yeah. just to put that out there, guys. Yeah. So, you know, that's episode four. Anything else you guys want to? Well, I, I mean, episode five, I'm sorry. I wanted to go to this book real quick just okay. real quick I mean, All right. yeah. so the four disciplines of execution pretty much um it it shapes it's it's steps it's really what it is it's steps mm-hmm. but they're it's it's gonna end up being a discipline it's gonna be something that you're gonna want to do every day mm-hmm. um now as far as um getting started on that i mean i'm gonna just skim through it real quick i mean but the book of course explains it more elaborately so okay. if you guys are interested you know, you can pick these books up at your local Barnes & Noble or Amazon, you know, mm-hmm. um, they're right there. But as far as the four disciplines, you know, one of them is identifying your wildly important goal. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody has goals that they want. Like there's they're like the, the whole year goal, mm-hmm. like, like the, the ones that I have on like my whiteboard. Yeah. I, those are all, it's called the whirlwind. So like mm-hmm. those are all the goals that you want to achieve, everything that you have set for yourself. 
but you got to choose one that you want to really work on. Okay. And for me, it's, it's losing weight and getting more fit. Mm-hmm. Now, the second discipline is, is um, your lead and your lag measures. And what your lead measure is, what you're going to do, and your lag measure is more of like an, an it's kind of like an X to Y by when. Okay. So I want to say, I want to lose 50 pounds, or I'm, I'm, two, I'm 268 now, I want to be at 250 by March 5th. Mm-hmm. And if you write it down, you're going to see it every day, and you're, you're tracking yourself, which is actually step three, is, is creating a scoreboard to see if you're winning or losing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that way you can, you can maintain that level of accountability yeah. and make sure you're, you're on the right track. And of course, step four is, is like the like I was saying about accountability is keeping that cadence of accountability. Okay. And that's that's something that's I mean it's it's absolutely important is mm. accountability. You can't just say you're gonna do it and not do it, you know, mm-hmm. or say you're gonna do it and then hey, what happened to that? The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's a hundred percent free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.